0: Last things first. This episode of Last Things First is sponsored by Casper Mattress. Go to www.casper.com/lastthingsfirst. Type in the promo code Last Things First and receive an amazing price on an amazing mattress. Last first. Hi. and is commonly referred to by people who don't know him as the Jerry Seinfeld of France. And true to form, Gad not only is an observational comedian, but also has played Seinfeld's character in B-movie and appeared in Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. He also appeared in the Woody Allen movie, Midnight in Paris, and the 2006 romantic comedy, Priceless. But he's challenging himself in a completely new way in the fall of 2015, performing stand-up comedy shows for the first time, all in English. Which also is the title for his run at Joe's Pub in New York City, where I caught up with him to talk about how far he has come already. So let's get to it. Allons-y. Gars Bonjour. Bienvenue à dernière show's premiere. Oh wow,
1: <laughs> that's uh, your French is great.
0: Oh, thank you. I took uh, <laughs> I took
1: more than a couple of years in yeah. school. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I, I'm good. I'm so I'm thrilled. I'm in New York City, and I can't believe what's going on right now.
0: Thank you so much for 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 being on my program and uh, and for giving me a second chance. We we tried <laughs> this earlier. Yeah. Do you? Uh, so let me start there. Do you, this, since this is your first time in America, sp- doing jokes in English. You've uh-huh. been here before. Do you believe in second chances to make a first impression? Is that a phrase you have in French?
1: Um. It's not the exact same phrase, but uh, I believe in, the, um, in starting over. Mm. I believe in, um, I mean, when you um, reach a point and uh, I've uh, been doing stand up in France for 20 years now, uh, I'm not saying that that's it. I have it all and it's finished and because it's a constant, uh, internal uh, work. But uh, you reach a point where you need a new challenge, and um, you need um, a new um, a excitement. And uh, that what uh, this project in English uh, brings me. So I'm starting over. It's like, um, I don't know, talking to you is talking uh, in English to, uh, you know, it, it, everything is new. So I'm excited, you know, that it's great.
0: Yeah. Uh- I know you're friends with Eddie Azard, correct? Yeah, also, yeah. And I know he, uh, just in the last few years, has gone to France and to Germany. Exactly. And learned his act completely in French and in German.
1: Yeah. We believe, uh, we, we, we talk a lot with Eddie Azard about um, uh, traveling and doing stand-up in um, um, uh, different languages and crossing the languages. And we always think that we can really uh, uh, change the world. <laughs> That's easy, simple, right? One joke at a time. Yeah, one joke at a time. So <laughs> let
0: me so let me let me try. If, uh pardon my French. Yeah, pardon my French. Yeah. You know when people say pardon my French, usually they didn't say something French
1: first. No, no. This Oh, I'm g- can you going r- to write it down? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When they say par- oh, the they say pardon my French, I'm going to write it down. This okay. is going to be a joke for me tonight <laughs> that I'm stealing from you. Okay, but it's But we have all the witnesses listening it's witness, to that. Yeah. So
0: uh, so pardon my French, but uh C'est qui était premier blog que vous avez dit en anglais?
1: Oh wow! This, th- I think I should translate what you just said, no? Because yes. people are gonna be. So what was my first joke? of that you t- that you told in English? That I told in English? Yes. Wow. Um, I think the first joke I told in English was that joke about the guy at the um, at uh, the board at uh, the the customs officer at j f k airport um who I gave my Canadian passport <laughs> and he's so born in Morocco because I was born in Morocco and then I say I gave him my passport because before I say the only problem with th- that passport is that they put my place of birth on it, and I was born in Morocco, and then this customs officer take my passport and s- tell me. Born in Morocco. I say yes, then he looks at me and say why <laughs> and this absurd uh, Joke worked very well because it tells a lot about uh, You know about the foreigners and right. where you're from and all that
0: when you decided to do this This run here at Joe's pub. This is your first English-speaking run as a comedian in America. How much of the act did you want to translate directly from French, and how much did you want to write specifically for an American audience?
1: I realized that I couldn't uh, translate all my French jokes, uh, even if they were um, universal and talking about universal uh, uh, subjects. I realized that the rhythm, the pacing, the delivery, uh, the way of telling jokes is so different here that I kind of adapted. But in the same time, I wanted to keep my, um, my uh, natural uh, writing. And uh, so in that show, I have specific um, material that I wrote only for this show because this material talks about the, the fact that I'm doing the show in English. Yes. You know? I have a few jokes, French jokes translated. And I have a few jokes that I wrote and taught in English. They are the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this, how does this compare to what you imagined your life would be when you were a child in, wow. in Morocco or in I mean, uh,
1: I mean, to be honest with you, and I, I speak about that in my show, I've, al- I've always been, I don't know why, uh, fascinated by America. Since I was uh, a little child in Casablanca, uh, which is a city and a movie, but it's a yeah. city where I was born.
0: When was the first time you watched the movie Casablanca? Uh,
1: two years ago. <laughs> I swear. I never. Well, it s- took so long. It, yeah, long. And uh, my city is uh, colored, it's not black and white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing's in the movie looks like my city no. and it was not shot in Morocco by the way but it's a right. great movie of course yeah. and because I'm a big big uh, jazz music fan also s- that song is uh, I try to play it on the piano all the time it's um it's great you know but to be honest with you um, when I'm when I'm really excited when I say and I told that on stage yesterday when I said normally you said oh I'm so happy to be here I'm excited Really, to do the show in english in new york when i say i'm so excited i 'm happy to be here it's true i it's new it 's so refreshing it's um you know i it 's risky you know sometimes but um you know it's i feel like i i was feeling twenty years ago in france when i started my career in france exactly
0: what made you what made you start in in france what was the what was the inspiration to I think to leave politics <laughs> behind and, <laughs> and go Yeah, studies.
1: No, it's not really serious studies, but <laughs> I think you don't decide to become a comedian, you know. It's just, you don't want to be a comedian. You just need to uh, do jokes and you need to express yourself and you have this natural uh, uh, talent of observing the world and uh, the people. And so I've been doing that since I was a kid and then... Um, one day um, I said that this is going to be my life and this is what I want to, to do forever. So um, I started to watch comedians and by that time we didn't have... Uh, in Morocco we had uh, one channel on the TV and it uh, started uh, only at night. So we were um, uh, sent some um, uh, a video uh, a cassette okay. tape um, my cousins, uh, they w- were living in France. Th- they w- they would send me uh, sh- TV shows or talk shows, and um, we would see that and be totally uh, fascinated. And even American comedians, even though we didn't speak English, I was really, uh, you know, impressed and fascinated. And looking at those guys alone with the microphone, telling jokes, and uh, I said, that's that's what I want to. This is me. This is what I want to. Uh, the bee and I want to do that.
0: Do you remember some of those early shows? Oh yeah, of that course. Been watched.
1: Um, I mean, there were French comedians, uh, very famous French comedians, uh, Raymond Devos, which is a, a poet, a writer. He do does the the play on words, and uh, it's it's very very deep and inspiring. Uh, and of course, um, uh, Georges Garlin, uh I was watching George Carlin. I didn't even speak English. I just liked this guy. I was a kid. I was in Morocco. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, of course, um, later. Mm-hmm. What, um,
0: what was it about George Carlin that you could you could relate to even if you didn't understand
1: everything ma- he was many saying? Many things. Uh, melancholy. melancholic. but yes. um, the delivery, the speed, uh, the fact that he was, uh, he had... A mix um, between uh, a kind of a tenderness and also mad and angry. It w- I was fascinated by that. How a man like that can be so pissed off, and you know, and uh, <laughs> en colère we say in French. And at the same time, you just want to hug this guy and say, "Man, he just, you, he, he was great." He was, he was t-
0: pissed off, but he he used language yeah. as his weapon.
1: And You know, he he used language and he's one of the only one who went so far with the words in English. And I think because as a francophone and francophile and loving literature and words and all those French comedians with the absurd things, I just love this guy. I just, I was impressed and I was, it was a bit, it was kind of a music with the, with the words you know he's very lyrical yeah yeah very very so i was uh melodic melodic wow (laughs) lyric (laughs) melodic so that's in the uh, beginning and then later i was uh connected and i relate so strongly to uh, the work of jerry seinfeld because uh, i was like oh this this guy is just just telling things that i'm I mean, I'm connected with this guy. I don't know how. I don't know why. It's uh, I uh, not only that I that, that I love and a big fan. I understand why, and I you know I'm I don't know. I'm connected.
0: So how old were you the first time you grabbed a microphone and told jokes to strangers?
1: The most interesting uh, thing in your question is you grabbed the micro- microphone because in France, in Morocco, in Europe, everywhere else in the world, Mm -hmm. comedians, they don't grab a microphone. (laughs) They all have those little uh, headsets or, and it's a very American thing to hold a microphone and I love it. Mm -hmm. It's, I remember when I first came in America and uh, they told me, no, first came to America. That means something else, what I just said. (laughs) Um, uh, They told me, okay, here's your mic. And I was like, oh, I'm not a singer. I'm not gonna sing a song. In France, people who hold mics, they sing a song. And this is like a code. This is the identity, you know. This is very strong for stand-up comedians. So since I, um, I, I am here in America, I hold a microphone in my hand. It's a detail, but it's uh, important.
0: Yes, we're holding microphones and we're against a, a brick against wall. A brick wall. This the, the is very all the American. the very American
1: uh, codes of uh, stand-up comedy. So the very first time, my first show, la première fois, was December 10, 1994. And I could never forget that it was in Montreal, Canada. It was in French. It was a very, very tiny room, maybe 20 people, 12 were from my family, Hmm. four were maybe random people that we'd said in the street come. But it was my first time. I will never forget that. And I realized I really wanted to do that as a job. So it's been more than 20 years now that I'm doing the stand-up comedy. And to tell you everything, it was not stand-up comedy in the beginning because stand-up comedy uh, had came to France later, not now, uh, not a long time ago. It's new for us. We have more this theatrical and tradition.
0: When Americans think of comedy in France, (laughs) we think Jerry Lewis, we don't uh. think Jerry Seinfeld
1: and Jerry Lewis is not uh, French
0: no but but we always think well the French love Jerry Lewis <laughs> that's, yeah, b- that's I know. the mindset of I know American and also American
1: com- comedians when they want to make fun of me or the, fo- or the French they always say French comedians they always need to do like a mime or um, I don't know a song or a dancing thing and faces It's it's partly true it's not all true but there are some of it some of this is true because we have a tradition of uh, Marcel Marceau
0: (laughs) even even in Montreal uh uh, just for laughs just for beer their television show is all very physical slapstick. yeah
1: yeah yeah I like that but now I want to do stand-up I want to do jokes but I want to put in my stand-up um some European Mediterranean mm. uh, gesture faces and the w- accents, and I want to color this stand-up. You know, I think uh, I respect a lot stand-up comedians who are standing and telling jokes. I, I l- they talented for that, and they d- some of them do it bri- brilliantly. I don't know if we say brilliantly, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, this is not exactly. I need to move. I need to you know, to use my uh, hands, and my face, and my voices, and this is where I come from, you know?
0: So how much, even in the 1990s, did you stand out from other French comedians by being more observational?
1: Um, I think it was a a very, very, uh, it was new. Like, when I I spent uh, some time in America, and when I got back to France, I brought the stand-up, not only me, also other French comedians were inspired by Americans. So I would say maybe like 10 years ago, you know, only 10 years ago maybe, I, I brought this, this way of telling things to people and maybe uh, looking at them and talk to them directly. The audience, the French audience, it's very interesting for American uh, audience and comedians to know that they were not used to being talked directly it's well, always been a character a wig mm-hmm. uh, an outfit a dress up uh, whatever makeup and accessories and that was a big nose <laughs> that's slapstick comedy someone that's noise. a french comedian doing his act right <laughs> now just <laughs> fell on the floor and people are cracking up it's a show uh, it's a show
0: a spectacle
1: le spectacle vivant live That's show the Moulin Rouge oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> spectacular spectacular yeah, uh, yeah
1: you know so so I started with that you know but mm-hmm. I was mixing up a little bit to the styles I was mixing with stand-up and also um, gesture and physical and slapstick so it was a mix of it and I went more and more in the stand-up and then young comedians today in France they do stand-up we have one comedy club just one in France just one and it's owned by a very famous and talented comedian named Jamel Debus, um, Moroccan's Moroccan's uh, background also. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. And now young uh, comics they do they do stand up. What well, do we put? Music. We put uh, the song. We mm-hmm. put the you know.
0: There are North Americans who do that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. They
1: what play y- the guitar or. Oh yeah. I I don't see that that and often. The piano. Okay. It's
0: it's not the dominant form, but yeah. but there are some. Maybe
1: Zach Galifianakis yes. is uh, playing the piano, and maybe Sarah Silverman is playing the guitar. Now we're trying to, we're not talking about their jokes, that's talking who plays music, right? Well,
0: mm-hmm. there's, there's a whole, uh, there's a genre of musical comedians who no, just but sing I'll songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you were- when Reggie you Watts. And yes, uh, Reggie Watts. Yeah. Uh, to mention. Tim Minchin? No, I don't know Tim Minchin.
1: Oh,
0: he's not American.
1: He's but it's uh, good to mention. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's good to mention Tim Minchin.
1: Tim Minchin. It's a, uh, yeah.
0: Getting back to you again, um, when you were starting in comedy, what were you doing for work? How were you earning money?
1: To be honest with you, I didn't make money by doing comedy in the beginning. Um, but I was uh, lucky to have uh, small jobs in uh, movies. Uh, you know, I was like a, as an extra in a movie, and then on a TV show on a TV series and uh I did I did and then I did many movies after mm-hmm. you know but I started very early to do movies with important important roles so that made me uh, live you know for a few so years So you were able to
0: live as an actor
1: Yeah yeah of course you didn't have to be a bartender or a carpenter I I, I did it I did it a little bit uh, when I was in Montreal uh I did, uh, yeah, in the beginning when I was uh, uh, at the acting school in Paris, mm-hmm. I did uh, a lot of uh, voice-over and commercials, you know, using my voice to do, uh, I don't know, uh, stupid commercials. That's very know.
0: fortunate to, yeah. to yeah. always have jobs that are somehow involved. Yeah, involved, rela-
1: yeah, involved by in the, the artistic yes. um, world, yeah, yeah, in fact. Didn't have to be d-
0: in an office.
1: No. No. (laughs) But I made sandwiches um, when I was uh, in Quebec, you know, and I've worked in hospital for the summers, and I've worked, uh, I don't know, so many, you know, those little jobs you do, you know, Mm -hmm. to live. But, um, no, it came uh, pretty fast. And did people call you, a
0: lot of people use the shorthand of the French Jerry Seinfeld Did that happen even before you did B-Movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Did that help you get the part in (laughs) B-Movie? I don't think so. (laughs) Hello, comedy fans. I'm Sean O. McCarthy, host of the Comics Comic Presents Last Things First. Are you lying down? If you are, are you comfortable? I don't know how often you buy a mattress. For me, I bought my first mattress when I was 21, and it took a long time before I even thought about buying another one. It's not something you think about every day. And yet a mattress is something you rely on every night. So when you're thinking about buying a mattress, you want to get something that's comfortable and comes at a fair price. Casper Mattress does just that by cutting out the middleman. So you can get a twin-size mattress for about $500, king-size for 950 That's almost half of what you pay for in a store. Casper combines the latest technologies of latex foam and memory foam to give you just the right sink and just the right bounce, which is what you want when you're laying down for 8, 9, even 12 hours, or even just a quick nap. Casper mattresses are made in America and come with a risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper mattress for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. Listeners of this podcast can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com lastthingsfirst Type in the promo code last things first. You're not dreaming. You're listening to the comics. Comic presents last things first. And now more with my guest,
1: Gad Elmaleh. No, um, it, was, uh, it was a French journalist one day. She said that uh, and compared me to Jerry Seinfeld. Of course, I was uh, honored and flattered because I'm a huge fan. And, and you know, I, I really love this artist. But, um, I, but really, when she said that, um, I understood. <laughs> <laughs> I was flattered, but I understood we're connected and we're, I don't know, I, I, I love his work and I was inspired by him and I've watched hours of his, uh, of his comedy, so of course, you know, you get inspired by, by, by big uh, and, and so uh, brilliant uh, artists, you know. Um. Do, yeah. they
0: ha- do they have a, a culture in, in French television where comedians get television shows?
1: So, it's very interesting the way, the journey, the way and the how it...
0: To p- make a career.
1: It yeah, how it's processing. It's so different in France. Because for example, in America, if you're not like known or you didn't... You were not on TV or something, you cannot go on stage for one hour 30 minutes and do a show in the theater. In France, you could be totally unknown anonymous and you could have a little theater and do your show every night and people come Mm. it's interesting you know but the quality of the shows is not excellent because they didn't work out for hours in the comedy clubs so it's interesting you have so many shows you have thousands of shows but they didn't craft you know they've been playing those shows for 10 nights and then people go see that you know now it's the beep. We can hear the beep <laughs> because we're on the plane now. With I don't life. know if
0: they can hear the beep, though. They
1: hear the beep. Do you think so? <laughs> well, so now they'll hear the beep. So, you know, it's, um, I- it's very interesting. D- and like TV shows, as you mentioned, TV shows, um, in France, you want to... Um, I mean, it's not that important to be on... Uh, it's good to be on TV when you promote and you go to a talk show. But when you're a comedian the ultimate graal (laughs) is not to be in a movie. It's to be a big comedian. I have a feeling I'm not sure, maybe I'm wrong, not for all comedians, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about Jerry Seinfeld, he's not his goal, but (coughs) most of the comedians, they want to be in movies. Um, I don't want to be in movies anymore. Except it's a very, very fun thing with friends or crazy new thing. And mm-hmm. Or an I American d- movie. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I did a few American movies, but very, very small parts. were It was great experiences. But I want to do stand-up.
0: You don't want to be in like the next Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise? Or the
1: uh, maybe, I, uh, if, if they <laughs> ask me. But I won't <laughs> fight for it. I, w- I will fight after in the movie.
0: Well, you already have uh, this challenge right now in front of you with America and delivering jokes in English.
1: This is very difficult. It's um, much more difficult than I thought it would, really.
0: What What kind of advice did other comedians give
1: you about this? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. They all they were like, why do you want to do this? I mean, you have... Uh, a great uh career in france I, uh, this is what i say in my show you know you have a great career in france what's wrong with you mm-hmm. why do you want to struggle and hurt yourself and that's going to scar you you know it's it's don't do that uh keep on doing your shows in france and go to all those cities and tour and make money uh, you're not gonna come in the us and people are used to the best comedians People know what I, what this is, you know, and they know they're big, you know, they know that, you know, so. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld told me, uh, it's like uh, if you say I'm going to go to Germany and start uh, building cars and then you then you're going to go to Italy and start a pasta factory. <laughs> we laugh a lot with that, but, you know, it's a challenge, you know. And I'm happy to take it every night.
0: I'm sure Eddie. Eddie gave you more positive
1: advice. No, because Eddie was. I mean, when I mentioned uh, what was uh, what Jerry said, it, it was just. Uh, I mean, right? He's joking. He's joking a lot. Uh, yeah, making fun of you for of for course, taking this on when you don't have to. Of course, but Eddie. Eddie because he's doing it. Eddie is performing in French. He's a British comedian. Um, He's been doing uh, crazy venues, uh, Madison Square Garden, and Hollywood Bowl, and I don't know, name it. And, but he's doing now small rooms, 50, 60 people. Sometime he calls me up and say, Gad, could you tweet to your French fans that I'm doing a show? And then two months later, I call him and I say, Eddie, please, tweet to your, <laughs> to your Anglos that I'm doing a show in English. Tell them I'm funny, tell mm. them uh, I'm your friend. It's a nice collaborac- collaboration.
0: I saw you did a YouTube video together for it.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know if it's a YouTube video. It's Well, I saw it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's an um, iPhone thing <laughs> in the street of Paris.
0: I feel like I feel like that has helped all comedians, Americans abroad as well as you here, to have YouTube and to have a global, a, a way to connect with. Oh, with a with lot. Comedians.
1: Really, I mean, um, talking about like, for example, comedians in cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, the only reason why an American would stop me in the street, which is very rare, it's because they've seen me on Comedians in Cars <laughs> or movies, but not and never my stand-up.
0: <laughs> well, then you still have to wear the scarf
1: for that. <laughs> Yeah, that that should be like the <laughs> trademark. They make fun of me with the scarf, you know? One day I was in Los Angeles, so I jumped in a cab, and the driver said, Are you French? With an accent. Mm-hmm. I said, Yeah. I said, How did you know that? He said, The scarf. I said, Where are you from? He said, Armenia. He said, So? I said, Yeah. In America, when I say a guy with a scarf, it must be a French guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. How... How... how how does it feel to be playing in rooms as small as Joe's pub? It's
1: great. It is it is such a how you say that apprentissage. I learn again because apprenticeship. Yeah, it's only problems. People are having burgers, drinks. Or mm-hmm. the waiters are going, you know, here and there in the room and I can see uh, the audience, uh, which is something I, n- I I never have in, in in France. I perform in very big venues, theaters. I don't see them. I'm holding a mic. I'm doing my jokes. Everything is difficult, but I love it. I love it. It's like I mean, it's uh, I love love it.
0: So uh, let me end with this. What? Well, t- two things. What, what advice would you have for, for young comedians who want to perform? Whether they're English-speaking or Francophones?
1: I would, I would give uh, this advice to uh, a young uh, French comedian, but yes. I, I gave them already, because they are 22, 23. Go to Berlitz now <laughs> and learn English now, because one day you will be old and you will need to challenge yourself and it will be really challenging because you will have to struggle with the language on the stage but if you learn it now it's it's going to be easy for you but in the same time i'm thinking about that and of course it depends if you want to do that challenge you know so this is the only advice i would um i i would say to young comedians and to the young american comedians yes. i would uh, Ask them to be curious, and come see what is a French Moroccan comedian performing in English <laughs> experience is <Yes>. like.
0: <laughs> well, I've already seen it, and I enjoy it.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank you so much.
1: Merci. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: This episode of The Comics Comic Presents Last Things First was produced by Alex Brezel at Showbird Studios. Theme music by Camille Harris and Shockwave. Logo by Giggle Chick. Please check out my website, thecomicscomic.com for more interviews, reviews, and comedy news. Become a paid subscriber at patreon.com. I'm your host, Sean O. McCarthy. Thanks for listening. Last Things First! Last Things First!